You're listening to the Employment Rights Online podcast, where we discuss everything employment rights and the job. Hi there. The value of employment rights cannot be understated, but they're more likely to be understood when you don't have them. This week in our new mini-series, we look at how your employment status can determine whether you get paid holidays and other employment rights, or whether your status can mean that you get nothing at all. We're using a major November 2023 ruling against delivery food delivery riders that has for the moment made sure that all food delivery riders are given an employment status of self-employed and therefore get no employment rights, which seems to contradict what happens with similar workers like Uber taxi drivers who have the status of worker and therefore get paid holidays and other employment rights. So in this part of the series, we're going to look at the major differences between someone who is self-employed, like 4.5 million people in the UK, and how their status is different to someone who is employed by a company, like 28 million workers in the UK. And generally, it doesn't matter which country you're in. The rules around what you get if you're employed and what you get if you're self-employed, they're generally the same. They might be called a different name, but they're generally the same. So being self-employed was supposed to mean that you employ yourself, you work for yourself, meaning that you're responsible for the success or failure of your business. If you are self-employed, you will invoice the client for the work you do and you will get paid in cash, by bank transfer or in some cases by cheque. This is likely to be the only form of payment or benefit you receive. Of course, if you are self-employed and you don't work, then you don't get paid. If you are employed, you'll be paid a regular wage on a particular day, week or month for every day, week or month in the year that you work. You can also receive other types of rewards for your work, like vouchers, medical insurance, gym memberships, extra days of annual leave and other incentives which you'll get from the company. And those incentives are supposed to be about trying to encourage you to stay with the company. If you're self-employed, then you do the work yourself or you can send someone else to do the work for you or employ others to help you do the work. But if you are employed, your boss will expect you to turn up every day to do the work you are paid to do. Self-employed, then you trust yourself to do the work yourself and you have responsibility to ensure the work is up to the required standard. If you're employed, the way you do your work is supervised to make sure you do the work to the required standard. Self-employed, then you do the work from wherever you want to work, as long as you meet your contract deadlines. If you're employed, 
then you work from where the boss tells you to work. And that can include moving you around the business departments and moving you around different locations. Self-employed, then you work when you want because you have the freedom to decide when you do the work. But if you're employed, you must turn up every day that you're expected at work and you turn up at a certain time and you work your agreed weekly hours. Self-employed, then you can work for a lot of people at the same time in as many roles as you can perform and you can have several customers and jobs running at the same time in different places. It's up to you. You can juggle the work to fit everyone in and when the job finishes, your contract ends with the person who hired you. But if you're self-employed, you have one job with one employer. Although you can have several employers if you have several part-time jobs. And of course, each job will expect you to work your required hours and you have a recognised role at the place where you work for each job that you have. Self-employed, then you do the work yourself or you can send someone else to do the work for you. You have the power of substitution and that means you can substitute someone else for you or for any other person that you have asked to work for you and you can pay others to help you to do the work. But if you're self-employed, you are being paid to perform the role and you cannot send someone else to do your job. You will do the work yourself. So in short, if you are employed by someone else, you have no control over the way you do your own work, no control over the core hours that you work, no control over where you work, no control over your contractual terms and conditions, no control over the payroll aspects of your job, no control over the rate of pay you receive, no control over when or if you come to work, you must show up every day that you're expected to be there, no control over who you work for because you are dependent on your employer for your job and to give you work to do and you are required to do the work yourself and you cannot send someone else to do your job. The final thing to point out is that if you are employed, your job comes with employment rights like the right to paid holidays, the right to be paid at least the national minimum wage and the right to rest breaks. But if you are self-employed, you have no employment rights, no matter who you work for. These are the key differences between people who are self-employed and people who are employed. So the key question we're going to tackle in the next episode is how it can be that if you get your work through an agency or a broker, like an Uber driver, then you will be seen as a worker and therefore entitled to paid holidays, national minimum wage rates and rest breaks. But if you're a Deliveroo or some other food delivery rider working for a different company and you also get your work through an agency or a broker, you will be seen as self-employed. So that's what we're going to be looking at in next week's episode. So remember to listen in. 
If you have any questions about your employment status or you have any other queries about any other employment rights matter, you can find all our support links at the bottom of the show notes for this episode. And if you would like to book a consultation with us to look at bullying or abuse which you may be suffering at work or any other employment rights concern you may have, you can email us at employmentrightsonline at gmail.com. Alternatively, you can go directly to our consultations booking page using the consultations link, which is also in the show notes. Finally, remember you can help us by sharing our podcast information with your family, friends and colleagues and by leaving us a review on iTunes or a rating on Spotify if you enjoy our podcasts. Until next week... Have the most informative Employment Rights Week that you can. Bye for now.